Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Oh yes, here we both are once again. Cuddle up, my beauties, because I'm Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson is not. No. No. He's not here, but that's it's why we're okay. having a group hug. Yes. The group right. the group hug before the show felt um one small man light. Mm. <laughs> we had to huddle longer for warmth. But on the other hand, he is the smallest of us. Yeah. So if you're gonna yeah. lose someone from the group hug situation, it would be Pete Donaldson. He's is he the least huggiest? Is he the, is he the worst bloke we know? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's all of those things and so much more. He is. The, if you're gonna be serious for a second, he is the least huggiest. I'd say I'm the most. Yeah, no, because he's wiry. You don't get much yeah. back. Do you not know what true. I mean? It's not that he's not forthcoming with a hug. I'd say I'm the huggiest. There's not a lot of him. Then Luke, then Jim, then Pete. I don't think Jim likes physical contact that much. I'm, I'm fine with. I think Jim contact. doesn't care, whereas Pete sometimes does care. Yeah, he does. Too yeah. much sometimes, and not enough at others. Yeah, he <laughs> struggles to find a balance. <laughs> whereas much I just like... struggle to balance. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, much like his Newcastle United football team. <laughs> hey, yeah, more of them in just a moment. Right, let's. It genuinely get... is a concern. Can oh, I just say, by the way, now it genuinely is a concern missing a show because you think you're going to get pelted. He's getting worse and worse. It really is. <laughs> yeah, very true. That's why I never go on holiday during the season anymore. <laughs> Although you still recounted it uh, the other week. Anyway, yeah. Manchester Derby chat time. Yes, Manchester City, they are against Manchester United. Fourth versus sixth. It's a big game, though. It's Fourth a big game. Fourth versus sixth. I heard yeah. you the first time. Yeah. Uh, it's a big game. I've got one though. more in me. <laughs> <laughs> Higher, I hope. Um, yeah. No, seriously. Fourth versus sixth. Fourth versus sixth. Oh, very good, Jim. That was high. Yeah, it was. Mm. It was like uh, the, the Goon that. Show or something yeah. there. Uh, it is fourth uh, versus sixth. And uh, Vincent Company looks like he may miss the rest of the mm. season. Vincent Lumpy knee. <laughs> yeah, that, his knee that's good. I harsh. wish it was his knee. That, that, that gag made me wish it was his knee. Mm. <laughs> Gags about an injured man. No, yeah, come to this on the ramble. Stop accepting, is it? No. no. Someone made an excellent point to me earlier today. It was one of you two, and it was the amount Probably of me. games that Vincent Company's made since coming back from injury. Yes. Was it you, Jim? Uh, yes. It's something like. Um, let's have a look at what it was. I've got six it games. Was it six games? Six games in, uh, games in twenty days yeah. or something like that. I yeah. mean, it's coming back from a muscle injury in particular and a lumpy knee. That it, that's a lot, is and that, it shows you how much they need him. Jim, is that Wenger-esque management? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I'd be fine. Hey, just be fine. Come on, play. <laughs> It'll be fine. Just run it off. Um, it's we, hurting. Keep running it off. While we're talking about this, just briefly, I know we're not going to talk about Arsenal with much if, if at all today, but <laughs> were you annoyed when you saw that Flamini was starting against Barcelona? No, no, no. Because, you know, we weren't going to win that game. It's fine. Let him have a run out. Why are we talking you've got to, about Arsenal? You've got to walk him. Charitable run outs in Barcelona in the if, Champions League. If you're going to have a Flamini, you've got to walk it. <laughs> 
<laughs> to be fair, he gave her out to uh, Alex Iwobi, who was pretty good. Yeah, he did well. Even though he tried to win a penalty. Not by at all the his... same thing, is it? No, I know. I was just trying to save Jim's... Iwobi, a, a keen player, lots of potential, yeah. young, leaves yeah. the experience, Flamini, none of those things. Right, let's get back to the Manchester <laughs> Derby. Yeah, okay. okay. Can we do a special about Portsmouth going to the Wolves soon? <laughs> <laughs> sort of look back in time. I thought it was funny. I've prepared that. I've, I've got it if you want it. Yeah, don't play yeah. into his hands. Yeah, it's an hour of how it wasn't our own fault. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, right, yeah, Manchester City hosting Manchester United. Um, I, it's a hard one to call, I think, because... Fourth versus sixth. It is. It? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle for, uh, for, for fourth place, really, like, I mean, between those two. United are only four West points Ham. behind behind City there so they, they absolutely have to do, I mean they throw themselves right back in the hunt if they if they do that um, but the, I mean the game the, the previous meeting between them this season was really really dull I hope it's a lot better than that and also they're both in really pretty patchy form very well, very City low City have lost scoring. three in their last six yeah, in, the, in the league they've only won one in five I mean mm. they're not that in was great Villa. form yeah, not, it doesn't really <laughs> count they're not in great form at all um, and, and, and we talked about fourth versus sixth and all that stuff but it's a massive game possibly the biggest game between them for a while these two probably since they were both competing for the title, so it'd be fascinating to see what happens. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> Company's a big miss for them. He really is, um, and it looked like Otamendi picked up a bit of a knock as well. Yeah, we'll have to so see what happens. That's, there. that's so so frustrating for um, for Pellegrini and the fact that he's played Company way too much since he's come back from injury. Aside, they want to get through that Dynamo Kiev game unscathed, don't they? Um, because mm. they've got. I mean. Have they bought badly at the back in in, in the sort of well, current possibly. era? I think it's difficult to, to buy. I mean, you're right. They they did get through uh, the game against Kiev without, you know, too much of a fuss in terms of uh, in the terms result. of drama. Yeah, yeah, in terms of the result. But obviously, it was a shame for them that they they picked up a couple of injuries. Uh, but Manchester City, they are in the quarterfinal hat, uh, the the hat for the quarterfinals, of course, which will um, happen later on on Friday. And that, depending on who they get, that gives you a little bit of impetus. That gives you a little bit of something that they're still in the best competition in, in Europe. Whereas Manchester United, at the time of recording, have yet to play Liverpool in the Europa League. It would yeah. be very interesting to see. And obviously we can't talk about the, the result, uh, post the result, because we were recording before. But if they beat Liverpool, if they can overturn that, that will give them such a huge boost. And... The, the old atmosphere will be there at Old Trafford. Uh, not that they're playing Manchester City at Old Trafford, but the, but the, the feeling, the feel-good factor yeah. will be there if they lose. Mm. And if they lose convincingly as well, the tail is very much between the legs. And then they go away to Manchester City. Now, we said this about, I think it was Spurs going away to West Ham and losing. What a great chance to turn it all around with a derby. Mm. But this Manchester United side, I don't get that vibe with them at all. No, they're too disjointed, aren't they? Yeah. Just, it's, it's actually a very similar problem to, to, to Liverpool in that you just don't know which one's going to turn up. Yeah, it's not it's not the main night of old and Bet365 have, have City as firm favourites for this for this, um, for this this game. Uh, £10 on them uh, gets you £18.50 back, including your stake. Yeah, they're, they're 17 to 20 to win it. It's interesting how you don't really think of Manchester United as being much of a concern in terms of being title contenders in the near future. And it's it's only three seasons since Ferguson left, and it's incredible how much their status just feels like it slipped. And, and City have got their own problems, Jimmy. You look back to the, the last time that City played in the Premier League against Norwich. Okay, they they obviously drew nil nil. It was a really poor result for them in the context of the season because they were trying to keep the pressure up, keep in touch with the leaders. Mm. And Norwich have been in awful form. And it looked to me from that game that if Aguero wasn't going to do it, no one was going to do it. Yeah. And and Aguero can't do everything by himself. Yeah. Uh, and and so. You you do really wonder about the motivation of that group of players at that level, and 
if, if I'd seen that as a City fan, I'd be worried about this Derby game. I really yeah. would. Because mm. if they can't raise themselves to get to the top of the table and, and or get back amongst the leaders and try and win the Premier League, can they get themselves up for a Manchester Derby? Yeah. I mean, you, you'd, be, you'd be nervous ahead of it. This could be a nil-nil or low-scoring draw, couldn't it? But going back to what you are saying about you know their, their defensive situation, have they bought badly? You've got to, you've got to look at the forwards as well. Is, is Wilfried Bonny an, an upgrade on, on Edin Dzeko? Absolutely not. No. You know, the way that's panned out, just absolutely not at all. And they, they're in a ridiculous situation, really, where they're a club of that stature with that much wealth behind them and you know a very active transfer policy mm-hmm. where they're completely reliant on one very injury-prone player. I wonder with, with them... I know Big Juristan was brought in there because they want to bring Guardiola in and they've done that now and we may be on the cusp of a, of a whole new era for City. And at the very start when the money came in, which I think was about eight years ago now, mm. um, they had to do stuff. They had to take gambles on players. They had to convince players they wanted to sign of the project and it took them a while to get going. But they're up and running now. Yeah. Um, and, and Bonnie seemed an odd signing not in terms of the amount because I understand why they'll always have to pay the amount because yeah. you've got the premium on the English players and then the fact that everyone knows City have got players money. That play in the Premier League, yeah. Yeah, it, well, indeed. Uh, yeah, sorry. And, 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 and then the fact that they have a premium because they're Man City and everyone knows they've got money. But I wonder how long it's going to be and there's a little under, undercurrent to this which is they've invested very, very heavily in their academy mm. and they've invested very heavily in their local community mm-hmm. and they are going to start bearing fruit. I heard on the radio... Oh, we saw it all in the FA Cup away at the Stamford well, Bridge. But, but, <laughs> some of the, but that centre-back who played looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But someone was saying on the radio the other day that they invest 20 million a season in their academy yeah. sooner or later the general rule before things start pulling through is 10 years mm. they're 8 years in now mm. so you, you never know and that's very they're trying to be like Barcelona aren't they yeah. and that's very admirable well mm. apparently all of the all of the good local talent in Manchester goes to City now which is incredible when you think of Man United's history are we going to see um, a, a title winning Manchester City team of the future that are full of the kids of Manchester United legends be, that would be now you're talking now you're <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing that would—that was the only thing that would usurp Leicester City when the Premier League is the greatest Imagine moment it. in Premier League history. <laughs> with, with apologies to Man United fans everywhere, but as I said before on Oi. this show over the years, you've had your fun. Absolutely, <laughs> you've had your fun. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Yeah, I remember Indeed. us saying a few seasons ago when Ferguson was about to leave, you were about to come back down yeah. to earth and find out what it's like to be a real football fan. And we, we kept thinking that it would only be temporary, but it hasn't been, has it? No. Yeah, it's, uh, it could be a long temporary thing. Mm. It's yeah, better yeah, to yeah. have—it's better to have won lots and lots and lots of trophies than to have never won them before. Exactly. You know. exactly. um, it's not uh, the only derby that's going on in the Premier no. League on the weekend. Yeah, the clown derby yes. happening as well. I mean, Let's talk about Benitez versus Allardyce. They, an underrated oi, war. It's 17th versus 19th. It is. <laughs> but it's an underrated feud, isn't it? It massively is. Yeah. Well, we spoke about it a lot on, the, on the, the, the Ramble Show at the start of the week, of course. Um, and, uh, I mean, Newcastle, they've lost five in their last six. Mm-hmm. Where Sunderland have only lost two of their last six, so I I definitely <laughs> thought that Sunderland would be the most likely to get out of this mire. Yeah, but yeah. now Benitez has come in; he's a game changer, isn't well, he? The, the thing is, as well though, Sunderland have had opportunities where you know, like against Southampton and against uh, against Palace as well, that where they should have won the games and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And you wonder about that: are, are they a little too unreliable? Are they going to get sucked in? And mm. uh, you know, a confidence boosting derby result like this at this point of the season could be the catalyst for the momentum that either team needs. So it, but this is absolutely massive in terms. Of, it really is. Uh, you know, how those teams mentally approach the, the, the run-in. Moussa Zazoko of Newcastle said, uh, we were surprised to see Benitez come to Newcastle. 
Because <laughs> we all were. Yeah, because normally he is playing every year for the title of Champions League. I thought, don't, don't sound too surprised. No. Yeah. You know, <laughs> what are you out. doing here? Yeah. 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 Um, he just, belie- sorry, I will, I will start trying in a minute, but is this, de- is this a joke? <laughs> Where, where's Alan Shearer? <laughs> Maybe he's had a knock to the head and he just can't remember what year. It's amazing or, lookalike. Or when he walks in, Alan Shearer looks old and, and a bit fat <laughs> and goatees um, yeah he said that Benitez believes that we'll stay in the league I believe in my teammates manager everyone and we're a good team we will stay in the Premier League you've heard it here ladies and gentlemen well, you know me I don't like to make an awful lot of predictions on the show no, which later proved to be ridiculous mm-hmm. but I was impressed I know they lost the game but I was impressed them against Leicester they and, look better and, and it, the the way that and, and Jeremy Carragher said it as well the way they seem to have taken on board of Benitez style so quickly mm-hmm says to me that I think they've got a really, really good chance against Sunderland. They've also, I know there's not much science, but well, there's no science behind this, but they, they've not beaten Sunderland for ages. They, they are due one. Yeah. And yeah. I think St. James's Park will be absolutely pumping in a way we haven't seen for a while because mm. for all the stick that Mike Ashley's got, and rightly so, yep. he has actually brought, or someone at the club at least, has brought in a top-name manager yeah. who's way above their level. Let's be honest. Mm. Newcastle are a big club, but currently Benitez is way above their level. Yeah. I think the feel-good factor at, at Newcastle will be there for all to see. This is, would you even and say sexy football. I'd like to be able to say that. I don't think I'm in a position to be able to say that at this stage. <laughs> Give me a couple of weeks yeah. when when Newcastle are knocking it about yeah. and they've, they've risen to the dizzy heights of 15 <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're just playing with wild abandon and yeah. then I'll say it then but they're 11 to 10 to win this game yeah. um, £10 on that with better 365 returns you £21 mm. so £11 profit I think listen I've been overruled and we'll talk about the bet the week later but I think that is a good bet yeah. mm. they're nine I, really, po- I really do they're 9 points off 15th by the way I was, it was, I was being, I was being yeah, dramatic I got carried away myself 17th there. just yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. fine. but still I mean this is I don't know if we've taken the time to appreciate quite how out of left field this is. Yeah. Rafa Benitez starting the season at Real Madrid, ending up at Newcastle when they're like locked into a relegation battle. <laughs> it's it's one, like I almost feel like if I had a blow to the head and was in a coma for <laughs> half the season, if I woke up and this was the first ramble I heard, I just wouldn't believe it. I thought, well, obviously I'm still in a coma. But does, but does that not show you actually? Just it reminds us, if indeed we did need reminding, just how big a club Newcastle United are. Because the crucial thing is football is. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That, yeah. They're a huge club. If he can keep them up, which is obviously his uh, his job straight away, then next season, what could they do? You know, if if Ashley puts his hand in his pocket a bit more, and Benitez is 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 kept on because we know how frivolous owners can be, then they could actually really begin to properly uh, go. You know, feel more at home in the Premier League. I, th- I think. I think on one level, it's a very shrewd move by Benitez with a big yeah. problem that they need to stand the Premier League. That is it. That the money is the comes hurdle. in next year. Yep. Mike Ashley's not really going to have to spend his own money next yeah. year on mm. transfers. They're a big enough club to attract a player. We've seen that for all Newcastle's yes. problems over the years. They've, they, I wouldn't say they've consistently attracted you know, world-class players, but they've attracted exciting players. Oh, yeah. They've had no problem doing that, by and large. Yeah. What, for, what, for whatever Pete, who isn't here at the moment, would say, oh, he's always very down on Newcastle. Mm-hmm. He's quite a dour northerner. <laughs> they, he is, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's on this sort of stuff. Of he's like that about his, his self, by the way. Yeah, so. they, have, they have attracted <laughs> Rightly players. Rightly so. You know. <laughs> And so there's a, there's a chance they could really do something. I'm not predicting that's definitely going to happen. There's a chance they could do something. And it could all start this weekend. Mm. I think for Newcastle at the moment, though, doing something is simply just having an, just re-establishing themselves, even in mid-table. You know, they've, they, they've got to mm. walk before they can run. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Right, we're going to talk more Premier League after uh, this. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing-nothing result. I'm Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Now then, it's Pards versus Ranieri, Crystal Palace versus Leicester. The Foxes, mm. they did struggle to beat Newcastle, as we say. Um, but uh, they did win the game. They're still top. And are going away to Palace, who are in terrible form. I mean, they've lost four in the last six. Not doing very well at all. You would surely fancy them. I'm, I'm worried about this. Oh, yeah. But Pardew likes to, to spoil a party. It's, it's at Crystal Palace. If there's a fox in the hen house around there, it's him. <laughs> if it, the only thing that could make this better for Pardew would be um, it being on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where you get the disco ball out over the halfway line. When you say Pards likes to ruin a party, do you think he likes to host a party? He does like to host a party, but um, I don't think he does. Do I'm not party. sure. Yeah, yeah, it's someone else's he likes going to. He yeah. likes to go to a house party and, and trash dominating it. it. Yeah, I yeah. don't see him as a host. I see Sam Allardyce as a host. Okay. Would you not? No, not really. No, no. He'd, he'd want to go out. Claudio Ranieri's a host. Yeah. Big time. Pardew, <laughs> Allardyce, Allardyce is like, no, come on, we'll go down the carvery. No, no, no. No, he's, no. Allardyce can mix it. I think Allardyce would be like, get yourself around. Yeah. But, only for, a, yeah, but only for a couple of cans of mild in the afternoon. Oh, you start at mm. Allardyce. Yeah. Okay. I think you probably do. That, you ends it, that, that ends in his garage. At like two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, going through his um his, his porn mags and his uh, and his uh, and his um his like old vintage car he's trying to do up. Yeah, yeah, in that order. Would it be motorbikes if it was Allardyce? No, Phil Brown's a motorbike. Isn't oh, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. No, I just think Allardyce like, just got himself a cracking new sidecar. Do you want a road? Do you want a ride? <laughs> We've had five bloody ales, mate. <laughs> I don't know if um I don't know if you guys know this, but it's a fact. Mm. Um, Sam Allardyce and Phil Brown next door neighbours. Is that right? No, right. I made it up. Ah, but that would be fact. great, wouldn't it? It'd that be great. Been, that um, been I was just going to say, I've got a little bit of a mini Pards scoop. Have you? A friend of mine saw Pards, and I quite like this about him. Yep. Travelling on Southern Rail in South London. Good. Normal carriage, mm-hmm. not first class, no yeah. airs and graces. Almost yeah. certainly delayed. Um, yeah, yeah well, absolutely, 100%. Glasses on, reading the paper, and the only Which bit paper? Of, not sure. Oh. Uh, the only bit of information I can offer up, um, and I've got it in writing, so it's on him if it's not true, is that he tried to get out the wrong door. So he did that thing where you stand, waiting for to come to the platform. Wrong door, had to turn around, go off. So not as smooth as he would like. Wait, no. when, you're Things, the, when, when, you're, you know, when you're the king, you can exit through any door. Well, he couldn't. That's he true. literally couldn't. And I think if that's <laughs> if, if anything is a chilling portent of what might <laughs> might be might be about to to happen to Crystal Palace this weekend, it could be they're going to get beaten yeah. by Leicester. Well, a little yeah, bit of goal that'd be incredible. A little bit of insight into Claudio Ranieri was given by Shinji Okazaki. Uh, he said that uh, this was during half time at Newcastle uh, against Newcastle. Sorry, Okazaki said he is smiling most of the time, which I think we all were aware of. Uh, but when he came in at halftime against Newcastle, he was mad. Wow, okay. Yeah, he's always He was joking. going mad on the touchline as well, by the way. He was. He was always joking, but maybe to see him angry like that is good for us. Our spirit is very good for each game, nice and simple, no pressure. It's not so easy to switch off, but maybe the characters of the players is what's good. Vardy, Mahrez, they're so relaxed, they're laughing and joking all the time, no pressure, and that's good. Yeah, I mean, and if, that is the kind of thing that you would imagine Ranieri would try and uh, permeate throughout the the whole the whole thing at Leicester City. I, I think if you did upset Ranieri and you you made him angry, you'd feel so bad. Yeah. you'd feel so guilty about it that you would just be so motivated to put that right. Yeah, a, a bit like with uh, Bobby Robson. 
Yeah, absolutely. Somebody it's like a different that. kind of hair dryer. I, I think on this game, you know, we, we've seen, you guys mentioned it a little bit earlier today when we were just chatting about it, that there's a little bit of a trend coming here with Leicester struggling to get over the line a little bit. But I think that's probably going to um, gonna change, not on this game, and I'll come on to that in a minute, but when teams when they start playing teams who actually need to win, mm-hmm. whether it's to get into a European place or to save themselves from relegation, depending on the fixtures they've got left, that's going to play into Leicester's hands because they yeah. love playing on the break. This period of this period of time where teams are looking to frustrate Leicester, just by definition, will, will be over soon. It has to be because that's the way the league works and people want to achieve things themselves. That will play into Leicester's hands. I don't think that's going to happen this weekend though, because Palace essentially are are, are really they are safe. I mean, they, they need to they're going to they're going to limp and fall over the line, but they are going to make it. So I think under two and a half goals of bet three six five is it is a good tip here. It's not a great price seven to ten. But ten pound that brings you in seventeen pound, including your stake, so a seven pound profit. Um, and I think that is something to look at. I think it'll be quite a low-scoring game because Palace can't score, um, but, um, but Leicester are going for a bit of a sticky one. Yeah, well, whatever whatever happens to Leicester, you'd imagine Ranieri's job is safe for next season because he's done a rather I mean, you'd like to think so. good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he said recently, "I think this will be my last club. I hope they give me a contract six or seven years, and then I'll retire here." Yeah, <laughs> to be fair though, yeah. yeah, that's cheeky, but he's earned it. Wait yeah. until you've won the league. Yeah, true. But even but Marcus, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. You say that, but if they come third, mm. fine. The manner in which it's happened might be a bit frustrating, yeah. given what we've seen. Mm. But at the beginning of the season, I'll, <laughs> yeah, no. I'll take you to third. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. take it now. They bite yeah. your hand off. Yeah, of course it would. Of course. It Automatically would. into the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> um, elsewhere uh, in the Premier League, West Ham they're challenging for uh, Champions League as well. They are currently fifth, just two points behind Manchester City and three behind Arsenal in third. Quite sensational. Mm. They're up against Chelsea. They're away at Stamford Bridge. Um, I mean, the Hammers are having a lovely old time, aren't they? They are. They yeah. really are. And if they could, I mean, could, imagine imagine the top three, Leicester, Spurs, West Ham. Mm. No one. No one on this planet Earth would have predicted that, Jim. Uh, I agree. Well, mm. can I not answer that as well? Uh, but are you, are you, the way you said that to Jim is like you think I would have predicted it. I, I, well, I do. <laughs> In which case, I'm happy. I'll, I'll maintain a dignified just, silence. Uh, More just a subtle way to try and make you stop. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. The subtle ways don't no, work. I love, you. I love the predictions. Go on, then. No, I wasn't going to make a What's prediction. What's going to happen in this game? I was just going to say that West Ham, it seems a long time ago that West Ham were getting players sent off in the uh, Europa League in the summer. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. That was that? a weird period. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, I, that was when I made, talking of predictions, that was when I made predictions saying that Billich isn't going to last the season. Big Billich. Mm. So. Uh, Go on, Chelsea actually tend to win this one, don't they, at the bridge? Um, I, it's been a while since West Ham have beaten them there in the league. Um, but, and I think what actually might make Chelsea kind of dangerous, and this will sound odd, now that they're out of the FA Cup, for the first time in the season, they're basically just playing for pride. <laughs> like, solely playing for pride, which is the one thing they seem to completely have lacked I think Chelsea. I think Chelsea will... St- Still look at the table and think it's a long way to fourth spot, but they'll just think eh, if we just if we keep winning. But look what exactly. happened. But look what happened at the bowling ground. I mean, the West Ham were able to play like the away team. They mm. literally will be the away team here, mm-hmm. and Chelsea don't have Diego Costa either. So it'll be. Yeah, you know, I, I take your point about West Ham's record at Stamford Bridge, but if, if it's going to happen in any season, yeah. it's probably going to happen this one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and if they don't have Costa, that that is difficult isn't it they're just going to have to go to their bench and have like I don't know Mario Jardel or mm. like um, <laughs> I don't know Roger Miller what, Roger Miller whatever whatever unreliable George loan Hadley. signing they've got in I yeah. think, but he, he can't play because he's got a ban hasn't he he's, he's banned because uh, the Everton, the Everton yeah, of course, sending yeah. off so, so he's not, you, you he think it'd be Remy who must be chomping at the bit by this point to just you know, get a move away or he could play Pedro up top maybe yeah, yeah. maybe more a fluid system um, 
Antonio Conte looks like the man to take over the reins uh, at Chelsea in the summer. The chairman of the Italian Football Coaches Association wasn't best pleased with Chelsea's actions because obviously Conte said he would be finishing with Italy after the summer. Uh, and uh, the man who is the chairman of, of said association said, the thing I regret, though, is that a club contra- contacts the coach of a national federation without any warning. It shows we are in a world which is failing to demonstrate even a minimum amount of education and manners. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like so that. Did they want them to ring them? Good to day say, to you, sir. Uh, uh, yeah. I said good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he wanted them to ring them to let them know that they were going to ring them. Ring them. Yes. Yeah. At some point, the initial contact has, has to, to be happen. made. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Otherwise, nothing goes on. What you do, just like leave a note around in case he finds it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to do anything otherwise. I, I do think, though, joking aside, it is, it is sort of indicative of a wider point within the game and something that hasn't actually been mentioned an awful lot by us. Uh, possibly because it doesn't fit our sort of narrative of, of, of liking to have a laugh about things, is that Steve McLaren was actually treated fairly shoddily by Newcastle yeah. when their mm. new Benitez was available. Oh, yeah. He was treated in a very undignified manner. And if you go back to 10 or 10 or 11 years ago when when um, uh, Mourinho first came to Chelsea, a man who was treated in much the same way was a certain Claudio Ranieri. Yeah. And people were very unhappy about that at the time. They're also very unhappy about Martin Yol being treated that way at Spurs. It doesn't seem that people are as annoyed about it these days. And it might be a worrying trend that mm. this is just how people are starting well, to do yeah. business now. The idea it's sad the, to see. The idea of the long-standing manager is uh, is is... Something of the past, isn't it? When mm. Wenger eventually leaves Arsenal, I can't imagine there'll be another manager putting in that sort of shift for I mean, a long time. That, that yeah. might just be gone it's throughout Europe in general now. And just on that, um, I'd hate—I mean, I'm sure it won't happen—but I'd hate for Wenger to be treated that way after the amount of length mm. of service he's given to the club. You know, that would be—that would yeah, be that truly would terrible. Be a shame. I'd be surprised. But, but um, who knows? I mean, but as you say, it, this is just what happens in football. You know, because like. <laughs> You just get used to it. You you get all the chat and all the outrage of how a manager is treated and so on and so forth. And then Saturday afternoon comes along and you watch the football. And that's yeah. that's the thing. But, but that's that's absolutely right. I think. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think it's the fans. Oh no 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 no! I, I don't think it's the fans' fault. It's but, another example. If you think about yeah. it for five seconds, you can think of so many examples. Oh. I mean, I mean, Liverpool wouldn't have gone for got rid of Rodgers if I didn't know Klopp was available. Well, even Hodgson wasn't treated superbly well at the end. No, he wasn't. So it, it no, doesn't wasn't a right fit for the club. I'm but. not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm just saying it's a, more of an observation about it. It's a bit of a shame that the people are treated that shoddily as soon as something else that they perceive to be better comes along. But on the other hand, football managers do very well financially and they mm. never seem to be out of work for too long. So at the top level, at least. There we are. Uh, let's go to our bet of the week, Luke. Yeah, we're going to go back to uh, to the Etihad for our bet of the week. Um, we have spoken about the game already on the show this week, but I thought we would look at Manchester United to beat Man City just mm. because uh, Vinny Company's out and that's a big miss yep. and um, it would just be great wouldn't it I mean 3-1 three, three to one they are yeah, I, fantastic. I, yeah the old Manchester United spirit Putting, mm. the, putting the inevitable Europa League disappointment behind them and, Va- <laughs> and Va- Van Gaal putting one in the eye for all the haters <laughs> there we- so, um, so Man United are 3-1 to one to beat Manchester City at the Etihad Stadium so £50 on that which we'll be putting down um, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK of course returns us £200 so £150 profit um, but please remember you must be over the age of 18 to bet and please gamble responsibly for more information on responsible gambling please go to gambleaware.co.uk there you go How, what are the odds on um, Van Hal being in uh, Mr Wings or after the game <laughs> um, very very short <laughs> very short very short indeed uh, excellent stuff uh, Jim I believe you've got an email I do I have a couple of emails so I'll begin with the first one alright traditionalist mm-hmm. um 
heard an anecdote about one of the most stand-up blokes in the world of football, Nigel Pearson. Ah. I was chatting to the girlfriend of one of the players on our five-a-side team and she recounted her encounter with the ostrich lover. She's from Boston, USA, but was in a supermarket over here when her dad, an Englishman, spotted Nigel Pearson and decided to go over and meet the man himself. The girl was holding her phone, which had a patriotic American flag case on it. When Nigel spotted this, he turned to her and asked in an accusatory manner, is that so you don't forget where you're from? Mm. Understandably, she was taken aback and to this day didn't seem to know who this rude man her dad wanted to meet was. Odd. Yeah, I, I, that's, no from, uh, that's from no Nick need. Easton. I'm going to defend Nigel Pearson a touch here. I don't think necessarily that's rude. I think that's a, just a dad joke. Yeah, maybe. And, and dads maybe. do do that sort of stuff sometimes and misjudge rooms. My dad mm. certainly does. But, but absolutely don't care. No, he doesn't that's care. That's a big thing oh, about the no, dad joke, isn't Absolutely it? no interest in the welfare of the, of the victim. He's, he, he just, <laughs> he just, he's put a dad joke out there. It's fallen flat. Let's not be too harsh on him is what I'm saying. Mm. We'll all be there one day. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> if our life goes to plan, we will. Yeah, yeah, so speak for yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm speaking from experience. Yeah, don't worry. Get. <laughs> on, carry on, Jim. So, uh, gents, up until last... I mean, this is quite chilling news for us, actually. Oh, Gents, up until last week, I had avoided joining Instagram, but I finally took the plunge and signed up thinking, I'll follow the Ramble lads and see if their week is as chaotic as the podcast. I don't know what on earth it is you post on there, but the second I hit the follow button, an alert came up saying I was banned from Instagram and blocked from signing in. Apparently... <laughs> following you breaks all of their terms and conditions <laughs> as well as probably a few international laws. Cheers, Charlie. Sorry, sorry, about sorry that, mate. Charlie, Charlie, what is your point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a question, yeah. Charlie. That's what you have to take up with the good people at Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Any more for any more? I've got nothing. Marvellous. I had nothing I'm at the start. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was taking us half an hour to figure that out. Yeah, it has. Strangely. Yeah. Um, again. Yeah, you've hoodwinked us again. It's taken us the contractually obliged half an hour to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. Uh, thanks very much for listening to uh, the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter at footballramble. The website is thefootballramble.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, apparently, or yeah. maybe not. That stay might, away. Or... If, you, if your name's not Charlie, yeah. we're on Instagram. Mm. You should be fine there. And obviously uh, on Facebook. And check out 442Tunes, who do some wonderful animations uh, of us. Can you believe that? Yes, you can, because you've heard us say it before. Um, there we are. Thank you very much, all. Lots of love. Have a good weekend. Jim, you've been marvellous. Thank you, mate. Luke, you've been superb. I've been fine. You know. I've been okay. Thank you. Goodbye. And I was present as well. Cheers. (laughs) 